So now here's the other humongous announcement you said you were going to make. <laughs> I told you I knew. Read it like that. that is not Stop the right it. Word. No, she knows I didn't. Read it. Yeah. Oh my god. Well, but we're finally putting a ring on it yeah. and making it official. Everyone at home is dying to know, Marie, how is your stomach this week? (laughs) Well, Kevin, (laughs) you can rest assured that I haven't recently been to a a high school graduation party, and I also haven't eaten St. Dubert. That being said, for reasons unknown... (laughs) And what I can only attribute to the Pavlog's (laughs) <laughs> Kellogg, Pavlov's Kellogg's, the Kellogg's dogs, the Kellogg's dogs <laughs> theory. <laughs> I find myself once again queasy and sweating, um, and it only started like ten minutes before we we decided to uh, join <laughs> on a hot mic to record this episode. And I truly think it's like mental. I think it's because the last time that we did this, I felt so ill uh, that. And yeah, I think I delivered an amazing performance that now my body is like getting me back into that place to deliver another great comedic performance. But the price I'm paying is that I'm sweating through my clothes. Well, it takes a lot of guts to get up here and do what you do. (laughs) Please don't talk about guts right now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's, it's time to talk about it. The thing that we've been putting off Mm -hmm. talking about. The news broke late July (laughs) in Variety Mm -hmm. that The View's season-long search for a new co-host was finally nearing its end Mm -hmm. with Alyssa Mm -hmm. being named the new co-host. Some people saw that news and they kept campaigning for Lindsay, (laughs) but it was already too late. The war had been lost, and the Power Grangers, although at their strongest than ever, Mm -hmm. lost the battle. And not long after Whoopi Goldberg on The View introduced The View's newest co-host by saying, we always want to honor Barbara Walters' original vision that different views are represented at this table. Quite resigned, I will say, as she said it. <laughs> we always want to honor Barbara Walters' original version and vision uh, that different views are represented at this table. So you've watched the search for a new co-host all season long. And I guess it's safe to say it's ending right now. It's our pleasure to introduce you to our newest co-host. Take a look. The least excited announcement i've ever seen it almost felt like the like the way that um uh sunny didn't get the announcement of being a host that felt like a better better way to go option yeah (laughs) that felt like the actually the better option than getting this like really disappointed announcement yeah but there we have it the newest co-host of the view 
When Whoopi said, we want to honor Barbara Walters before mm-hmm. announcing Alyssa, uh-huh. all I could think, and I know Whoopi didn't write this, but all, whoever wrote this, don't you dare speak for Barbara. Second of all, <laughs> this is a show about different women from different generations. That's what uh-huh. Barbara said, okay? So let's not speak so for Barbara right. Walters. Third of all, would Barbara have really wanted to hire... <laughs> Someone that worked no. for this man that caused her so much grief over the years. The man that threatened to sue her after Rosie made fun of his hair and his no. finances. So please don't gaslight the viewers by saying that we're honoring Barbara by hiring this person. Everyone knows any real Barbara fan, any real little little Barb <laughs> knows. The Barbs. The Barb's know that Barbara Walters would be a power granger. Barbara liked taking people under her wing. She yes. made Elizabeth Hasselback. Barbara would love the concept of Lindsay calling herself young Oprah. She <laughs> yeah. would love it. She would love it. Yeah, she would. I think hiring her, like... It makes me lose a little bit of respect for the show. I think it taints the show's reputation a little bit. Mm-hmm. But it it just is what it is. I think this decision to hire Alyssa kind of shows that they're more interested in a quick headline than actually, like, producing a quality show. Yeah. Because I, I think when you look at... When you look at Alyssa's time guest hosting on the show... She did get a little bit of press here and there. There was a Vanity Fair article about her. You did see her name always being lumped in with the others when people were talking about who might get it. But you didn't really see Lindsay's name a lot coming up in the media. And you know what? Maybe that's because her email address was wrong on her resume and people couldn't get a hold of her to get a quote. (laughs) Maybe Maybe it's as simple as that. And that is not her fault, okay? But I also will say, Alyssa Farah Griffin is a PR professional. Yeah. Her one thing that she's good at (laughs) is communications, public Uh relations. That's literally what she is. So it's not shocking that Alyssa got a bit of press. Like, (laughs) (laughs) she... Was communi- she already had the contact. <laughs> yeah. She so had the contact list. Yeah. And, you know, where she lacks charisma or morals, she makes up for in public relations training. So. Same. <laughs> <laughs> what I thought was interesting was I was reviewing the clip of her announcement on YouTube prior to this. And the comments could not be more for her. Like, everyone from far left to far right in the YouTube comments, they all agreed that Pheromone Edwards Alyssa (laughs) is the bomb.com. Like, they love her. And I'm like, what? Like, here's the thing. When we discussed her 
in the last episode or before that, um, I was like, I wasn't defending her, but I was like, okay, I can see the TV appeal and she's kind of giving me like an Abby vibe and they can kind of easily argue with her. So I understood that, but I don't understand it to the point that the YouTube commenters are, I don't understand the excitement. Like for me, it was like, she was the best if we're not going to pick Lindsay. These people are like, she's the best thing to happen to the view ever. I don't know. I think people are just like, oh, finally someone with a calm demeanor. But (laughs) I just think people are being a bit like smooth brain about it. Like, Uh I don't know. For I think in America, Trump is like a bit more normal for them, maybe. So like, Mm -hmm. for me, anything associated with Trump, full stop, like, that's, that's the evil. Yeah. But maybe in the States, they're just a little bit more, it's like, they're used to it? I don't know. Yeah, they're like, God, that was a crazy thing that happened. <laughs> yeah, and they're just like, well, she apologized. Like, yeah. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't think it's fine <laughs> that it's she fine. <laughs> she apologized. It's and I think fine. this, like, flip-flopping of her views where she said that working for Trump was the proudest moment of her life to now, like, turning against him. Yeah. It's giving very, like, Jedediah Bila vibes where it's like, what is the truth? What are your actual views? And, like, if you get fired from the view in a year and you go work somewhere else, are you going to have a completely different view? Most likely because that's... Who who is the real Alyssa Farah Griffin? (laughs) (laughs) And it also just, it's not even like she's, you know, hanging her head in shame and is like, trying to make things better like she's still a republican she is constantly saying like i think this is something that she said on the view it was in her like montage of her Mm -hmm. best moments she said there's people who think that people like me people like stephanie grissom don't deserve a voice because we worked for donald trump I reject that. We're telling the truth now and we're telling it authentically and we're acknowledging what we did wrong. Mm -hmm. But like... She's not hanging her head in shame at all. She's actually making herself into a martyr because like in when she was giving her acceptance speech, I'll call it that, um, she once again referred to like, it's been, it's not easy. I've lost, um, I've lost friends. I've lost family members over the fact that I turned my back on Trump. Like she's fully stepping into this role of being like, feel bad. Like she's the opposite of don't feel bad for me, bitch. Yeah. She's like, feel bad for me. Cause look at what I did, uh, because of my high, like moral compass. And it is kind of, it does go back like to when we were talking about Stephanie versus Alyssa. I don't think that if they had hired Stephanie, I would have said the same thing that it would taint the show's reputation Mm -hmm. and it's bad, even though I was like saying I like Stephanie. (laughs) Like, but the difference between her and Stephanie is Stephanie like seems to be very shameful of. Yeah, Stephanie's like, that was a crazy thing I did because I needed a job. Yeah. (laughs) It's just, it's, I don't, I, I think like Alyssa has spun her story so well and the the people at abc ate it up and i don't Mm -hmm. i don't know how that's okay i don't know how like whoopi goldberg was suspended Mm -hmm. from the view in february but then in august we're like we love trump now (laughs) it's just i don't get it i want to bring something up that i noticed 
in, during her announcement segment that deeply, deeply disturbed me. I don't know if you sob. I don't know how it would be possible to not see this. She was wearing the most fluorescent yellow um, dress, which is fine. That's a choice. <laughs> Everyone else was wearing very subdued hues that day. It's fine. What disturbed me and rocked me to my core, and if I don't sleep tonight, this is why, she had um, on her microphone, and her microphone perfectly matched the color <laughs> of the dress. What? Now, I'm not <laughs> I'm not the most well-versed in the different color options for lavalier microphones. <laughs> but to me, I feel like fluorescent yellow isn't like one of the standard options. And I feel like that is also the idea is supported in the fact that all of the other co-hosts either had a white microphone or a black microphone. And some people had a whoopee, had a white shirt on with a black microphone. <laughs> they couldn't even match her microphone. And yet someone back there in the audio department of The View is running all around town trying to find this fluorescent yellow microphone to perfectly camouflage in Alyssa's dress. Maybe she brought her own. Maybe she brought her own, and in which case, that could be a valid argument for why they went with her. She lives close to the studio, so they're saving gas money. We already <laughs> figured that out last time. Number two, she brings her own mic pack. That's a huge savings. So you know what? Maybe that's what we need to keep looking right. for. Little little pockets where she's saving them money where it actually just made sense for them to hire her. But like then... Why couldn't we take on Lindsay and her partner, Colin, who I believe was a videographer? They could have saved money on the cameras. I was literally about to say that you took the words out of my mouth. I was thinking if they need to do field shoots, well, I bet you they could get her husband at a at a lower rate, at a discount rate. It's just it's not adding deal. up. The dollars and cents up. are not adding up. Also, like, since we're talking about her acceptance speech, mm -hmm. in her, like, montage of, of her best moments, they, like, what are her best moments, first of all? Like, there's nothing, <laughs> the only thing notable is Kellyanne Conway drop-kicking yes. her ass. And they, yes. The, but they cue it up in the montage as, like, she's taken both sides of the aisle to task. And the clip is just her being like, that's not true. Oh my God. It's like, yes, she's taken them to task. Yeah. <laughs> her colleague, Kelly Ann Conway. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then when that was over and she came out in her neon yellow mic and dress, she like, I can't believe no one could even, like, coach her with this speech because she came out and gave the longest, most boring mm -hmm. speech. Like, it could not have been more representative of why she's not good at this job. Yeah. Like, it was like a valedictorian speech. And yes, that's exactly what it, what it was. And, like, I couldn't pinpoint it. It was, like, ba it, badly rehearsed with like little anecdotes that didn't make sense like she was like if you had told me 
Like fully reading it off a of paper. Yeah. If you had told me a year ago that I would be sitting here today at a table with Whoopi Goldborg, Borg, <laughs> sorry, Goldberg, I would have said, you are kidding me. Like what? Like- First of all, wh- why are you reading it like that? Secondly... What do you mean? Like, you've already sat at the table with Whoopi. You've been doing it all year. Like, this is stupid. She's like, 526,600 minutes. How do you measure measure a year? With love. And that is what I hope to bring to the table. Like, it's just... I know that people hated Megan, but mm-hmm. I would take Megan back in a heartbeat over someone like Alyssa because at the end of the day, what is Megan McCain but a loudmouth? She's <laughs> like an aggressive loudmouth, but holds <laughs> oh no real power. But Alyssa, in a very like real and tangible way, has done harm to. Mm-hmm the country America has done mm-hmm. harm to marginalized people. And yeah. it doesn't matter what her personal beliefs are. She's helped perpetuate bigotry and co-signed yeah. it and yeah. was proud of it. So it's not the same as just putting on even Michelle Tofoya. Like, she's just a sports newscaster. Yeah. She's not, like, in the White House. So... Mm. Making, like, delivering actual decisions. So I'm never going to be convinced that it's, like, having someone like Alyssa Mm -hmm. and giving them this, rewarding them for doing the absolute bare minimum, which is saying that Joe Biden fairly won the election. Yeah. (laughs) And... Like, that's the least she can do is turn against Trump now. Mm-hmm. And we're rewarding her with a bunch of money and a talk show and a everyday platform on a hit show. It's, yeah. She is a person who put her own career aspirations ahead of her morals. And we're like, we're like, slay queen? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And the, and yeah. she's and we're not even if they did this and it was like gonna make for some exciting TV, mm-hmm. maybe I could chill out a little bit. But it's it's like for what? Because she's yeah. not not even an entertaining personality. That's the thing. Like I find it like I don't know who she is. The only interesting thing that I have ever seen from her personal life was. During her acceptance speech, when she was like, shout out to my husband and my brother-in-law in the audience, and the camera panned to the audience to two men who looked identical. <laughs> yeah. It was like clones, two identical men, and my mind was just racing. And that was the most interesting thing I've seen about her, is that she might be married to a twin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah god like she really bamboozled the decision makers like Mm -hmm. she got you she fooled you it's crazy (laughs) like 
<laughs> you can't say that she's not good at PR because she is. <laughs> that is what she is. She's publicity. She's publicity. Oh my God. Publicity. <laughs> publicity. <laughs> the other thing that I keep thinking about is like just throughout 2016 onward on the view the view has been like the most outspoken show about the trump administration Mm -hmm. to the point that like joy's entire demeanor like shifted for like four years she came on the show every day saying i i woke up in a rage today because of what they are doing and it's like now, like the they in question is her coworker. Yeah. And now she wakes up every day, but to hang out with the person that I mean, I know Alyssa isn't Trump, and I know that like communications is not the same as being a politician, but like, yeah, it's all the same to me in terms of like, she yeah. was a part of it. Yeah. So yeah, I just keep thinking about that. And I know Joy like probably doesn't even give a shit. but it's like it's so ironic and weird i know i think they're gonna regret this in like i think like (laughs) i think they're gonna regret this in like a year when like when they realize how boring this is and like when they're when eventually they can't talk about like the January 6th stuff and the Trump Mar-a-Lago exactly. stuff. Exactly. I feel like that's the thing. Like, I feel like they're shooting themselves in the foot because they're thinking like, oh, we're going to have an inside perspective. But do you really think that this girl is just going to give it all away for free? Like, no. She's going to put on her PR, like fake, phony, like delivery on. And they're not going to get, like, this inside scoop on everything. And they're not going to be able to discuss certain things. And if they wanted a yassified Abby Huntsman, they should have just got Abby Huntsman and given her the bright yellow dress with the bright yellow audio They should have treated her better. Yes. Because, you know what? The lights at The View are about to get shut down after this decision because (laughs) they could have had the woman who kept the lights on. But yeah. unfortunately, they chose the woman who didn't see the light, but saw her name in lights. <laughs> I also think, like, this is so dramatic to say, but I really believe it. If Trump doesn't go to jail and is able to run for re-election and gets yeah. re-elected, I think the view can pat themselves on the back and say that they helped do that. They by giving re- someone rehabilitate all of this yeah rehabilitate the image of all of these people i think i'm gonna be talking about this endlessly but like for starters that is how i feel about this how am i doing not well bitch (laughs) and i think it's a shame what they did to lindsey granger i think Mm -hmm. she was full of charisma and was perfect for this job Mm -hmm. however i will say According to Sunny Hostin, it took her at least two or three times of coming close to getting that job before they hired her. And she yeah. kept hanging around, and eventually they gave her the job. And look at her now. She's about to become one of the longest-running co-hosts ever on the show. True. So. With, like, six other series under her belt and 
four books. So. Yeah. <laughs> so there. When Lindsay Granger updates her website to reflect the correct email address on her resume, it's over for all of these other women. <laughs> that is all I'm going to say about that. Let's talk about something that was much more positive, though. We got Anna Navarro being officially announced as a View co-host. Yes. Because they, for all of these years, have just been labeling her as guest co-host mm-hmm. when they easily could have just said part-time co-host. Yes. So now it's official that she is a co-host, but not permanent. <laughs> no one is permanent. Or no, no, she is, okay. It's official. She is a co-host. Her her name is on the chair, but the chair is not there every day. Yeah. So, so she is not full-time, but she is official, which is actually the dream p- job, I think, yeah. to have. It's like they only expect you there three days a week, but you're, you have job security. Perfect. And, yeah. Where do I sign up? And she no longer has to ring the doorbell before entering the building. (laughs) She can just walk right in. (laughs) What made me laugh, though, is right after the Alyssa announcement is the Anna announcement. And in her montage, it right away shows a clip of her being like, we need to stand up against bigotry. We need to stand up against racism. We've got to stand up against Mm -hmm. misogyny. And like... The clip is her talking about Trump. Yeah. <laughs> so Alyssa's boss. So yeah. those are all the things that Alyssa didn't stand up for. In fact, she sat down and ate it up with a spoon. <laughs> <laughs> and then the rest of the montage just goes on to talk about like what an amazing, well-rounded co-host Anna mm-hmm. is. Like political experience, pop culture, funny jokes. She was parodied on SNL. Yeah, and it's like not such, everybody has that. You know, it's like such a contrast to Alyssa Fart, whose <laughs> montage was like strictly her political experience. <laughs> and I, I will say, I learned some things in Anna's montage clip that. Maybe there was a time in my life when I knew this and I I just so much time has passed that I've forgotten. I did not know that Anna worked for Abby's dad and I did not know that she was involved in all of those other political campaigns. I think one of them was even John McCain. Yeah, she worked yeah, and Jeb Bush. I did not know that. I I, there might have been a time I knew that. Yeah. The Abby, the John Huntsman Jr., I can't remember if I knew that. But I, when they said it in the montage, my mm-hmm. ears did perk up. I was shocked. I was floored. Um, speaking of floored, uh, <laughs> Anna pronouncing Brian Tetta's name. <laughs> yeah. She thanks Brian Tita. <laughs> And then Joy spends 15 seconds trying to say Teta. It's Teta. Teta. And I want to thank ABC, especially Brian Tita and Kim Godwin and her team. Mm -hmm. In Spanish, it doesn't work that well. (laughs) (laughs) So, Brian, let me do my thing, man. I'm sorry. Okay. (laughs) No, but the reason it's especially funny is because she was like, not in Spanish, it's not Teta because... Uh In Spanish, I guess it means tit. (laughs) She's like, I am not saying that on TV. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. It's just so funny. Like, when she came out, also, Sunny, like, burst out of her chair and, like, ran over to give her a hug. And it's just... And then Anna, like, proceeds to, like, in her speech, like, do a stand-up comedy set uh-huh. while also, like, making it personal and, like, uh-huh. opening up about the, like, tough decision it was to keep doing the show and stuff. Yeah. It's just... How is this going to work? Anna should have, like, fully committed to the bit and just recited Alyssa's acceptance speech word <laughs> for word. <laughs> I think, like, also, like... Hiring Alyssa and making Anna work with her, mm-hmm. it kind of, like, brings so much validity to all of the accusations about The View being a toxic <laughs> workplace. <laughs> because on what planet do you hire, like, yeah, those two people on the same show? That's how I feel about Alyssa being hired with, like, everyone on that show. Whoopi won't even say Trump's name still. Joy had multiple breakdowns throughout the Trump administration and then pheromone comes in here and is like i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) exactly i'm sorry i'm sorry did i do that (laughs) (laughs) we do have some voice memos that i want to play but they don't all say what their name is and I didn't write down everyone's name, so some of these are going to be anonymous. Next, we have a voice memo from Daniel Craig. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we do have a voice memo about this topic. <laughs> Someone said a long time Deja the View listener and Anna Navarro fan. You know him as James Bond, but here we call him Daniel. Daniel Craig. (laughs) Hi, Deja of the View. Hello from London. Um, I hope everyone's guts are in working order after the last episode. I wanted to ask, do you think the View management only promoted Anna to official co-host status to placate the existing co-hosts and the the fans who were up in arms about the hiring of Alyssa Pheromone to the table. Because to me, it seemed like a very last minute decision and something that was scrabbled together and it just didn't make much sense. And I wondered what your thoughts were about it. Thank you so much, Daniel. And hello to your wife, Rachel Weiss. <laughs> um, this is a great question. And to put it in simple terms, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. I think like, I don't know. I know a little bit about what goes on behind the scenes <laughs> of TV. And I feel like it's not unreasonable to think that Anna or Anna's representatives would be like, um, no, like, you're not going to promote Alyssa Farrah Edwards before Anna, who's been doing the show for four years. That's not how things work. And if you're going to do that, you will no longer have the pleasure of having Anna as a Friday girl. And then... 
they were probably like, okay, yeah, that's reasonable. Like here, so we'll give her the official title. I yeah, I didn't think I never thought of her like lobbying for it like that, but. I would never say that this is the only reason that Anna got hired, mm-hmm. but I do think like hiring uh, hiring Anna at the same time as Alyssa, I think probably was a strategy in some way. It certainly would have been like quite an underwhelming announcement had they only announced Alyssa. Like the world mm-hmm. would have just been like Okay. <laughs> like, well, it would have been like a slap in the face to the person who's been putting in the work for years now to be like, this new girl gets the seat. Yeah. But I definitely thought that as well, that they were like, well, we have to give the audience something they want. <laughs> and it's because not going to be Lindsay. <laughs> yeah. The audience wasn't laughing and they wouldn't have been laughing with Alyssa. No. So they had to give us Anna. <laughs> Okay, we have a handful of other voice memos that were sent before this announcement was made because we asked people to send us their thoughts on who should be the new Mm co-host, and a lot of them we didn't get in time for the last episode, and so Mm -hmm. here we are now. But I want to play them anyway because this episode is all about kind of mourning (laughs) what could have been, so I'm going to play them anyway. There's one that makes me actually there's one that makes me really laugh because this person left a voice memo to be like I think Alyssa would be good for the show and mm-hmm. then a few weeks later they left us another one and completely changed their mind. <laughs> okay, I hello Deja the View. Hello Marie, Sean and Kevin. I just wanted to say that I agree Alyssa Farah is very boring. Um, however, I do for some weird reason, like I don't hate her on the show. And even though she is weak, I enjoy her getting pooped on um, all the time on the panel. I think it's very enjoyable for me, but I don't know if I'd want that all the time. So that's my take on Alyssa Farah. Cut to a couple weeks later. I think Lindsay Granger would be the best Republican co-host. I think that she interacts with guests much better than anyone else. And I think when she talks about like current topics, it's just her take is more interesting usually. Um, and she also makes Joy laugh once in a while. I saw it on, on today's episode um, with the clueless joke. I just think she has a little bit more chemistry maybe with the cast and it makes a more interesting dynamic conversation when she's there compared to the Trump admin girls. I also don't see Tara Sotomayor as an option um, and really between those three, but I think power Grangers all the way. I respect his opinion and I respect the, the, uh, <laughs> the flip flopping, uh, the changing of one's mind not unlike in like to the year the year 2002 sometimes you really think that you need to rally behind someone like a Justin Guarini <laughs> then you have a come to Jesus moment and you realize that the real entertainer is Kelly Clarkson and that is kind of the vibe I'm picking up here um <laughs> yeah 
it's sad though, listening to this and hearing all the great points that they made, uh, and, and then, and knowing what we know now. Yeah. And weirdly enough, it wasn't Justin Guarini that went on to host a daytime <laughs> talk show. So they actually got it wrong in two ways. Yeah. Here's another. Hey, Deja The View. My name is Quinn and I'm from Michigan. I wanted to pop on here and share my thoughts on who I think should fill the conservative seat. Honestly, I think Lindsay deserves to have it. I agree with what everyone has already said. I like that she has not been in the Trump administration. I like that she's mostly an unknown person. And really, I think if anything, that makes her even more compelling because she'll be super relatable to the everyday viewer. I also think like when we're talking about the conservative seat, there's such a focus on just like, you know, having conservative like values and views. But I feel like whichever host that they should have needs to be more than that. Like they need to be also like a just general host of the show. And I think Lindsay will do that. We've already seen a little bit of her personality and she seems to be a very fun and lively individual. And I think that she will continue to grow and I think she'd be great. Anyways, I have to go, but I'll see you all later. Bye. Thank you so much, Quinn, for taking time out of your very busy day (laughs) to leave that message. I love your voice and I love your name, which I have to assume you're named after my favorite Glee character, Quinn Fabray. Um, Quinn made some really, a really good point and kind of, and you, you didn't really specifically mention this, but you're kind of making points that led me to this thought that Lindsay was like, a relatable person for regular people. Like there's nothing normal and regular about Alyssa Farrah Griffiths. Like her entire story of how she got where she got and who she is, is so not relatable to the average person and uh, a view viewer that it's like, we need someone on the panel who's relatable, like a regular person who would be in line behind you at the bank you know, I don't see, I don't think Alyssa does her own banking. I think she's strictly online. Um, so like that was the other thing about Lindsay that was so great was that this seemed like a regular person whose point of view isn't like impacted or molded by her very bizarre and specific upbringing. Yeah. I, I think just baseline, she wasn't from the Trump administration. <laughs> yeah. Was more than enough. Yeah. Actually, when, when, um, the Power Rangers movement was really kind of peaking on Twitter mm-hmm. and the Alyssa news came out, I changed my, I changed Deja the View's Twitter name to Power Granger mm-hmm. and Woman of the People, mm-hmm. Lindsay Granger actually sent us a DM and said, thank you for all the love and for changing your name to Power Granger. I'm genuinely in awe of all the love and support sent my way. It's a movement now. Flame emoji, flame emoji, exclamation point emoji, exclamation point emoji, exclamation point emoji, exclamation point emoji, XO, XO. You know who would never do that? One guess. She doesn't, Alyssa, Publissa, Publicity does not even have replies turned on on her Twitter. You cannot be a woman sharing her opinion on The View 
without giving the audience the ability to hit that reply button. (laughs) You just can't. Well, it's like, I don't know if like any of the other co-hosts decided to turn it off. I'd be like, yeah, that's true. You probably, you know, get lots of hate Mm -hmm. tweets. But it's like Alyssa preemptively doing it. It's like, (laughs) it's like, you know, you're bad. (laughs) Oh, there's one more. And this is one of the most iconic voice memos we've ever received, I think. (laughs) It's Alyssa herself. She's like, listen, you little F word and D word. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. Hello, hello, Deja the View, Eric here, longtime listener, first time voice memoir. Okay, I pose you this. If Barbara is Zordon, that makes Brian Teta Alpha 5. And to quote, ay, 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 if he does not summon the Green Granger. Yes, that seat clearly belongs to Lindsey Granger. I'm such a staunch liberal Democrat who had a ball when Elizabeth Hasselbeck was on The View. We need someone that can dig their heels into a hot topic, ruffle the ladies' feathers, and then move on to the next subject. Also, have some fun with the light, fluffy stuff, which she clearly seems to do. She also defends herself without becoming pompous or rude like a certain princess of Arizona. It's Lindsay all the way. Thank you all so much. Te quiero mucho. Thank you. I know I've already brought up Glee once in this segment, but I'm going to do it again because that energy of that voice memo was identical to the like in-school broadcasts of the TV show that Britney would host on Glee where it was <laughs> That's a deep cut. Like I don't <laughs> I don't even know that. Reference. Where she would be like which soprano is was spotted with her pantyhose ripped (laughs) it sounds great (laughs) but 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 with more energy but with way more energy and and sound effects like that voice memo um that was really good i don't even know what the i don't know what the question was i don't know if there was a question it was more of an opinion and i i i i i brian will never be alpha five if they keep this up (laughs) okay but in this universe who's rita repulsa well i know who i rita repulsa (laughs) (laughs) you rita her film stupid (laughs) they also mentioned elizabeth hasselback and how they had fun in the elizabeth years even though Mm -hmm. she was you know problematic Mm -hmm. and that's a good segue to talk about something else which was elizabeth's last minute return to the view (laughs) Mm-hmm. They got her <laughs> after they got her. A, a whole season of will she, won't she, <laughs> at one point even even telling us she will, and then she, she, and then she won't. She don't. <laughs> we finally got her. And she came back to promote her book, Fleshlight Night, again. <laughs> and if you If you had told me... One year ago, that Elizabeth would be back at the table once again promoting Flushlight Night. I would have said, You are joking. <laughs> <laughs> She's still pushing the book. I do you remember, like, what is the premise of the book? It's like when I understand it more this time. 
than last time. Last time I could not get over the title. <laughs> this time I grasp that it's about you get your kids to write um it's something about them when being God's really not brave. answering your prayers or something. Yeah, and then you may the kids have to be really brave and write out one of their wishes and hopes on a wall. And then I don't quite understand where the flashlight comes in. That part is still unclear to me. But it has a lot to do with <laughs> God and wishes. <laughs> I yeah, it's like something about like what to do when you're disappointed with what God gave you or something like that. And which I could the, really use that book right could, now. You know, I think it's best described by Haley Williams and B.O.B. Um, it's the concept is if we could we pretend that airplanes in the night sky are like shooting stars, <laughs> I could really use a wish right now. Wish right now. Wish, wish right, right now. now. <laughs> um, it's, a, it's a little bit of that vibe. Yeah. Um, and as Joy and Sunny both wanted to know, and the audience was also dying to know, I was at home. No, the book does not come with the flashlight. You have to supply that yourself. Or, as they pointed out, everyone has a flashlight on their phone nowadays. You can just use your phone. Yeah. So, um, that's awesome. I, I just, I couldn't help but feel a little bit disappointed that when we saw Elizabeth at The View, all we got was a copy of Point of View when we could have gone home with flashlight night but that's uh, that's a story for another day well maybe next year <laughs> it it was you know predictably a tough time for me to watch this at this point because we already knew that Papa Lissetti had gotten the job <laughs> for the role that Elizabeth originated and <laughs> when you compare Elizabeth Hasselbeck and Alyssa in charisma alone, there's just no comparison. Yeah. And yeah. I know that a lot of people found her like really annoying <laughs> that day. But if you're like a longtime viewer and you spend mm -hmm. that much time watching someone on TV every day, you can't help but like develop a soft spot for them. So I'll always have a soft spot for her. Having El Elizabeth come on after it was already announced that uh, publicity was getting the spot was like as if when they had announced that Beanie Feldstein was playing, <laughs> was starring in Funny Girl, if then for some reason they had been like, and here's Leah Michelle performing a number from Funny Girl. But stay tuned, get your tickets to see Beanie Feldstein in Funny Girl. Like that is the vibe of what it was. And that is not how you do things. Yeah. And if you wanted Leah Michelle, you should have booked her in the first place. <laughs> yeah. That's the lesson we all learned. So if they're trying to recreate Elizabeth, just get Elizabeth. It would. It felt like Leah Michelle was on, and Elizabeth handed her a copy of Fleshlight Night, <laughs> and she just had to smile and say thank you, <laughs> and held it upside down while flipping the pages backwards. <laughs> they ended up discussing abortion quite a bit. I think they knew, obviously it was a hot topic, but I think they also knew, like, Elizabeth is going to have uh, some strong yeah. opinions about this. And a lot of people 
were super bothered by the way that she kept using religion to validate Mm -hmm. her views. And a lot of people were asking, like, was she always like this? And she was, but not like, not this much. This is the Elizabeth 2.0. Yeah, Elizabeth 2.0 is like if you mixed original Elizabeth with a hint of Candace Cameron Bure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. who wrote the foreword in Point of View. So exactly. we, the signs were there. What I thought was pretty incredible about this segment was I really expected Elizabeth to just like make all of these crazy points and for no one to really be able to get a word in against her. But out of the fucking blue, Sarah Haynes is like, remember me? I'm on this show still. And like <laughs> makes amazing point after amazing point. The audience yeah. is on their feet. not Maybe not literally on their feet, but they are applauding like crazy after every point Sarah makes. One thing that I did read in the Bible that was enforced over and over and over is Thou shalt not judge. You will have a judgment day and you will come to your maker. And if, if someone is right and I am murdering babies or people are murdering babies, then they will have that judgment they will. day. They but will. there's a chance that each one of us could be wrong. And if that's the case, then I trust an individual to do, have their chance at life to make the decisions they want and they will meet their maker. Can I ask you day. something, Sarah? I yeah. Know. Yeah. We will, we will, we will face our creator, you know. This was like the view. Like this is what the view is. Like you know, like it was like, giving the view. Yeah. Like this is like how it should be. Like people making good points. Elizabeth mm. Hasselback, you know, holding firm in her beliefs. I thought Whoopi made great points. Like she approached this knowing Elizabeth, she approached this in a way that was like very strategic. Mm. Um she she very smartly like used God as well to validate her own point by saying mm-hmm. that God doesn't make mistakes. And so God teaches us to know or like put gives us the power mm-hmm. to know what's right for us. And it made me laugh because Elizabeth just went, no. <laughs> I think those lives think, have a precious think, value on them. They do. And you, as you know, God doesn't make mistakes. God made us smart enough to know when it wasn't going to work for us. That's the that's the beauty no. of giving us freedom of choice. No. It was like, it was really, really good. And it was like, this is how the view should be. They were like meeting her at her points. They weren't just being like, well, you're dumb and you're conservative. So like, whatever. And Sarah did that as well. Sarah was like, you won't stop talking about how people should just have the babies and then give them up for adoption. Well, let me tell you, I'm here with numbers. There are 170,000 kids waiting to be adopted right now. So it's not this cute little storybook ending where there's a family waiting at the end of it. Like, what do you say about that? And Elizabeth was a little bit gooped. Yeah. Like for me, if she were on the back on this panel, I know that like the God stuff might get annoying, but like it, this would be perfect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, if we could have this show every day, that would be perfect. Yeah. She also turned into a prop comic <laughs> when she pulls out this towel. A tea towel. That says, of all things. I'd agree with you, but then we'd both be wrong. <laughs> the audience was so quiet. <laughs> the audience had never been quieter. 
And that wasn't even the only prop that she brought that day because they did a topic about Jill Biden using post-it notes um, uh-huh. to like boss around her family or something. Mm-hmm. And Elizabeth had all of these pre-written post-it notes that she kept sticking to herself that said things like, like, recession is real. Uh, I didn't vote for you, but you have my prayer. <laughs> like, those are things that Alyssa could never. No. After Elizabeth was on the show, also, TikToker Rosie O'Donnell went online <laughs> and gave a full review, essentially just saying it was weird. Okay, so I prepared myself. I got ready to watch Elizabeth Hasselbeck on The View. She's not on today. She was on yesterday. So I missed it. But then I went back on The View on my Apple TV, whatever, and I watched it from yesterday. And I remembered why I don't want to watch it with her anymore. (laughs) Her little post-it notes. I don't know. Listen. Strange. Yeah. Um, Hope you're having a good day. And if you saw that yesterday, hope you recovered. TikTok, you don't stop. I mentioned this earlier, but in other news, something something positive that we can talk about is that there was a report that went out that Sunny Hostin has actually signed a three-year contract to remain mm-hmm. on The View. And that announcement prompted people to point out that if she stays on the show three more years, then that means three more years of Sunny means that she will go on to be there for like nine years, which... Wow. That puts her up there with the likes of an Elizabeth Hasselback and a Sherry Shepard. There's no, like very few, and Star Jones. There's very few people that have done that. And I just think that is so deserved. It's comforting to know that Sunny will be there. Sunny is quickly becoming the woman who kept the lights on at The View. Yeah. And I think it just shows like how much she has evolved since joining the show and how like she's taken up space there and like Mm -hmm. shown how versatile she can be and it feels correct yeah in the words of of thousands of buzzfeed articles that have come before us and we have no choice but to stand (laughs) (laughs) so that is all that we wanted to address since i anticipated that this would be a very dark-sided episode I wanted to end on something positive and celebratory, and I thought, why not celebrate our newest official co-host, Anna Navarro? And so I've come up with a game. You may or may not be familiar with the Tyra Banks interviewing style that constantly resurfaces on the internet, wherein she interviewed Beyonce and began every question with a pun or a turn of phrase, such as Briance, if you were a cheese, what kind of cheese would you be? Grayonce. <laughs> you get older, are you going to dye your hair? Clayonce. Have you ever voted on American Idol? <laughs> Slosha Fierce. <laughs> when was the last time you was a little tipsy? Mm-hmm. And People may or may not know that there is not only a Beyonce version, but there's also a Rosie O'Donnell version. 
wherein she asked Rosie questions such as, Shozie O'Donnell, what's your favorite show on Broadway? And Flozie O'Donnell, what do you do when you get your period? <laughs> Which is also the question that I most often submit to ask Ro. <laughs> ask uh, Rosie some random questions and they might be a little personal. Okay. So I'm going to call it Nosy About Rosie. Showsy O'Donnell. Okay. Okay. I know you love Broadway. Yes, I do. Blowsy O'Donnell. Okay, I think. Okay. When Aunt Flo comes by for a visit every month, mm. what is your best remedy for PMS and cramps for Dozy O'Donnell? Oh, noy. When is the last time you were a little tipsy? Well, do you know what? I stopped drinking on December 1st. And so I have created an Anna Navarro trivia version of this, inspired by this. And so, Marie, you are going to compete against a surprise guest. Oh my god. Guess is who it is. Is it Lindsay Granger? Is it Barbara Walters? It's... Is it Candace Cameron Bure? Is it Elizabeth Hasselbeck? Reveal yourself. <laughs> Hello, hello, hello. It's RuPaul. It's Damien from Mean Girls again. <laughs> Star of RuPaul's Secret Celebrity Drag Race. <laughs> Harley XCX, have you ever ridden a motorcycle? <laughs> <laughs> I stole that joke. <laughs> so I have 10 trivia questions for you both. The way you will buzz in is by... Sending a reaction on the video call. Oh my god. Whoever buzzes oh in god. first. This isn't fair. Uh, Why? Marie's reacting all the time on Skype. How is it not how is that not fair? <laughs> well, because you have way more experience on this platform <laughs> than some of us. <laughs> okay, do uh, let's pick well, let's each have our own different uh th- like emojis so that Kevin knows who who was who. Great, I'll be the heart. I'll be the thumbs up that looks also like a fist. <laughs> I, p- I picked the heart because it's the default one, so it's faster to click. Okay. <laughs> it's giving Sunny and Anna playing Jeopardy. <laughs> okay, do not buzz in until I've completely finished reading the question. Okay. Okay, starting with, we'll, we'll start with an easy one. Manna Navarro. In 2019, Anna Navarro celebrated her wedding in Miami, which Joy and Sunny both attended. What is the name of Anna Navarro's husband? Sean. By the way, I'm Sean. Nice to be here. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, His name is Al. Can we, Marie, you could, if we can get the last name, I'll give you each a point. No. <laughs> okay. Don't do that to me. What is Al's last name? Cardenas. Navarro? Cardenas. Question number two. Jan a Navarro. In January, Anna Navarro celebrated her birthday <laughs> over Zoom on The View, where she received surprise birthday wishes from her friends, George Lopez, and what famous actress slash producer? Marie. Is it Gloria Estefan? (laughs) Sean, do you (laughs) steal? (laughs) 
<laughs> renowned for her acting and producing, I do not Hello. believe it was Gloria Estefan. Hello, she's on stuff. I don't know. If I was going to guess, I would say Eva Longoria. That is correct. The point goes to Sean. I'm humiliated. <laughs> not all of us can be Anna Navarro's biggest fan, Marie. I bet you're regretting wasting your life. You know what? Sarah do you want to know? Do you want to know? Do you want to know why I thought Gloria Estefan is because I have glee on the brain tonight, as Kevin <laughs> knows, and she plays Santana's mom on glee. Okay, so yeah, she's done acting. <laughs> so when you said she's been on stuff, you could have just come clean <laughs> and said glee. Which she also well now we said it well now well now we said it (laughs) okay okay moving on question three banana Navarro in 2016 Anna Navarro drove her fellow CNN colleagues bananas when she refused to stop using what word saying don't tell me that you're offended when I say it but not offended when Trump says it. I'm not running for president. What is the word in question? Sean? Well, the answer is... (laughs) Pussy. (laughs) Sorry? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The answer is pussy. That is correct. Pussy was the answer. Marie. I just want to say that there's nothing correct about that segment, okay? <laughs> Marie, why didn't you buzz in? Because I didn't want to say that word <laughs> on... <laughs> <laughs> oh. I didn't want to say that word on the hot mic, okay? Okay. Question number four. Fan Navarro. This past <laughs> season... The View surprised superfans of the show by sending them on a trip to the Bahamas. Anna surprised a woman named Iris and her parents, who say they have been watching The View so long, they call the women of The View their mijas, which in Spanish means what? (laughs) Marie. Auntie? No. Sean, do you want to take a guess? Mother? No. It actually means our girls or oh, our daughters. This is for my mijas. This is for my mijas. I learned that from passions. <laughs> <laughs> so no one gets the point there. Moving on. Question. We're so stupid. <laughs> so far, does Marie have any, right? So far, Sean has three points. Marie has zero points. I'm trying to go easy on her. I don't need I don't need your pity. Okay. Some of us are still recovering from the loss of Lindsay Granger potentially joining the view. It's been mm. a long it's been a really long episode. You get to waltz in here, play a game. I've been studying the whole time you've been recording. <laughs> okay. Question number five. Havana Navarro. Anna Navarro has some famous friends in Miami. What Cuban-American has Anna been photographed with while attending a drag brunch? Marie. Okay, I feel like 
If I just keep saying Gloria Estefan, <laughs> at a certain point, the answer is going to be Gloria Estefan. That is correct. Marie yes. gets on the board with a point. Yes. I do know the photo and I'm familiar with it, but I wasn't 100% sure that Gloria Estefan was a Cuban American. That's what tripped me up. Wow. Because I think of her as a citizen of the planet. <laughs> Well, I think of her as an actress and a producer. <laughs> okay, this one's a stretch. Question number six. Sanda Navarro. <laughs> In 2019, Megan McCain called Anna Navarro nasty after she repeated a joke from comedian Colin Quinn about Arizona being all sand and no beach, just like a what? Sean? A litter box. That is correct. <laughs> Another point wow. for Sean. That was really Marie, good. Marie, do you watch the that. view? I remember specific details about things. <laughs> like, Just I, no. remember, <laughs> I remember when Anna poses with her good friend Gloria. And mm. I remember when her good friend Gloria is on key. <laughs> but I don't remember when she's quoting... A, a a man who I don't know I don't know who that man is I don't remember when she's quoting his joke about a litter box okay so it's a big moment in beauty history anyways question number seven Vanna Navarro <laughs> Anna Navarro has yet to ever appear on Vanna White's Wheel of Fortune but. She has appeared as a contestant on what other classic game show? Marie. Jeopardy. That's right. The answer is Jeopardy. And if you were listening closely earlier, <laughs> I did give away that answer. The answer was in the question. <laughs> no, it wasn't. No, I, I mean in the game. Oh, okay. Question number eight. What is Jeopardy? <laughs> <laughs> Pan Navarro. In, 2000, in a 2019 episode of The View, Anna Navarro and Sonny Hostin put the pan to the stove to compete in a tostadas cook-off to celebrate what holiday? Marie. I believe it was Cinco de Mayo. That is correct. Oh, we've got a close game going now. Sean with four points and Marie is up to three. Oh, I, the kid gloves are off then. <laughs> Two questions remain. Okay, question number nine. Cabana Navarro. <laughs> While The View was in the Bahamas, the ladies talked about Sunny getting hit on and getting free drinks at the bar. When interjecting with what type of drink she liked to get, Anna said, I've never met a blank I didn't like. Marie. I want to say a margarita. That's right. Yes. Oh, oh my God. We have a tie game. No. <laughs> Whoever gets this last question will be the winner. Here we go. Tan a Navarro. Anna recently posted a picture of a man tanning and said, quote, taking a little time to enjoy the view. 
while vacationing in what European country? Where in the world is Anna Navarro? Marie. Greece. It's incorrect. <gasps> Sean, you could steal. Oh my god. Spain? It's not Spain. Are we going sudden death? We just go back and forth and guess the country. We're going to have to go into sudden, get, okay. sudden death. <laughs> sudden death. I believe it is Italy. That is incorrect. <laughs> oh my God. Is it Portugal? That's right. <laughs> She's in Portugal. Sean, you are the winner. Wow, 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 wow. What did I win? The memory. <laughs> Thank you so much for playing. Really good game. Really good competing did I, against did you. I win, uh, did I win a, a, a free year subscription to the Deja The View Patreon? You actually won a copy of um, Flashlight Night by Elizabeth Hasselbeck. <laughs> but, it, no, but before you ask, no, it doesn't come with the flashlight. You have to supply your own. Well, luckily, there's one built into every phone now. <laughs> Okay, well, thank you so much for playing. We're going to wrap up our episode there. We'll see everyone in season 26. And don't forget, if you're struggling with dealing with the news of Alyssa Farrah Griffin joining The View, don't be a stranger and feel free to reach out. Mental health is important. So until next time, everyone, please have a great day and take a little time to enjoy. Leah Michelle in Funny Girl. Hit it, Abby. That's all, folks. See you later. John Hansman, the real job creator. GOP. Alyssa, if you're saying that somehow you think we're supposed to think that you've seen a light and not just see your name in lights, that's not fair. Whoopi.